Hey there, friends. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to invite you to our next Collaboration Zone Zoom party. This is a free Zoom chat get together with all of my entrepreneur friends in the Rise and Recovery Network, where we can share mind and business growth tips, strategies, and you get to network with other entrepreneurs of all experience levels. So if you want to level up your business and get connected, book your spot today. Head on over to www. The road forward slash collaboration zone. When we recover, we are returning to a normal state of health, mind, or strength. We begin the process of regaining control over something that was lost. Welcome to the Road Beyond Recovery podcast, and my name is Tamar, your host. Have you ever felt like you were meant for more? Well, I help people discover their purpose so they can follow their passion and realize what they are truly capable of. My mission is to empower people in recovery to embrace their authentic selves, live up to their true potential, and answer the question, what lies beyond recovery for you? Hey everyone, how's it going? Tamar here from the Road Beyond Recovery podcast. Thanks so much for joining me today. I am really excited that you're here. And I just want to start off with a little gratitude today because as I record this episode, it's actually raining now. I live in Canada on the West Coast and normally I'm not always grateful for rain let me be honest because it does rain here quite a bit throughout the year even though we have beautiful weather we have four seasons but rain is just something in the Pacific Northwest that we do get a lot of but this summer has been a little bit different we had that heat dome whatever the heck that is all I know is it's crazy hot weather and um, it was just stuck here for a very long time which started a lot of forest fires and you know, for any of you that are here or that have been here before, you know that we have a ton of forest. And so we've struggled with that this year. And it just was such a crazy hot summer that I'm kind of grateful today. And I'm just going to say that out loud that I'm very grateful for the rain. Now, before we get into today's episode, I just want to remind you that if you're someone that doesn't feel like you have clear direction, right? You feel like you're meant for something more, but you're not quite sure what that more is. Book a free 30-minute discovery call. In there, you'll answer some questions and then we can chat about it and hopefully get you, you know, creating goals that align with the future that you want. And then I also, for those entrepreneurs in recovery that need to master their mind or maybe you need a bit of, you know, guidance on exactly how to do niche uh, marketing, that kind of thing. I offer a free business audit session be, and I use some of the concepts that I teach in the NeuroChange method as a master practitioner. So it's really about mastering your mind, right? Uh, changing your beliefs, your mindset, uh, digging into your emotional intelligence. So book a free 30-minute business audit session and we'll get you all hooked up. So let's talk about taking leaps of faith. Now, when I was in my addiction, I didn't do any of that, right? I was always stuck in my comfort zone. I didn't do anything that was uncomfortable. And if I did do anything uncomfortable, I probably didn't remember it anyway, because I was usually wasted. 
And, you know, it's interesting. I was thinking about this and right before I got sober, like we're talking, I think a week or two before I got sober, I ended up going bungee jumping. Now, when I think, as I say that out loud, I do remember a few years earlier going skydiving, which um, for any of you that know me, you'll know that I'm terrified of heights. I don't like flying, even though I did it so often. Um, I went skydiving, but of course that was in the time when I was drinking a lot. So I didn't, I don't feel like I really got to feel that experience as much as I would have liked to. Um, now when I went bungee jumping, I had already been training and working out and drinking a lot less, even though I was still doing the NyQuil thing, but I was, I had a little bit more of a clear mind and because heights scare me so much, I decided to do that, right? I took that leap of faith and it scared the shit out of me. I'll be honest. I don't think I would do it again, but it was exhilarating. It was out of my comfort zone. And I think that that was really the first step to me doing something that really scared me. And then getting sober obviously was something that really scared me because I didn't know how to handle my emotions. And so that first year was learning how to handle my emotions. That was very scary as well. So getting sober was that leap of faith. And then, you know, starting this podcast in December 2019, I was encouraged to share my journey of traveling on the road and reclaiming control over my health. And I didn't feel comfortable talking into this microphone. I remember my first interview was my podcast coach, Adam Shibley, and he's from Podcasting Business School and previously the Million Pound Mission. And now he's switched up his health podcast as well. So make sure you check it out if you're into health stuff and low carbs. But, you know, I had actually um, started the podcast He had encouraged me to do this. He was my first interview, right? And I still was super nervous. I remember just writing down my questions and it was great because Adam's probably the best guy you could have as a first interview. And, you know, he did, he would, he made it very comfortable, but it still was way outside of my comfort zone, right? And I remember it very clearly. And, You know, even now there's still times where if I don't know a guest well, and I don't know a lot of the guests well until I get to meet them, usually we hop on a quick call beforehand, you know, I um, have gotten more and more comfortable with what I do now. And I love this. Like, it is absolutely amazing, you know, sitting in front of the camera because of course we can't see each other live and just having these deep conversation and having people open up and so now of course originally that was something that was a huge discomfort for me and I just love it you know and I've also learned how to shift that nervous energy into more thinking it's excitement right because that's how it shows up in the body now after doing that you guys know I started my business Uh, That was scary, you know, working with clients. I remember it was very similar to when I first started working with people in recovery. I didn't want to work with people in recovery because I thought I'm going to screw these people up even more. Like, who am I to give advice to anybody, right? And I had a friend of mine actually laugh and say, tomorrow you can't kill these people. Like, they're either going to want it or they're not. Nothing you do is really going to change that. And so I needed to have faith that starting a coaching 
uh, career, right? Becoming a life coach and then a performance consultant. I had to have faith that my experience and everything I had been through in my journey, all I had to do was convey that, right? I had to give my energy to my clients. I gave the tools to my clients and then it was up to them to utilize that. And I have some amazing clients today that have done super incredible things. And, you know, I'll have to maybe get uh, one of them on the podcast or a couple um, just to have them share their own journey because they have incredible stories. But, you know, regardless, that that first leap into sitting there and having an actual paid coaching client, that was scary, right? I, I, I wasn't 100% sure how I would do. But what I learned over time was that I loved it, right? I did have a lot of experience. And I think this is what helped me realize that I did have that credibility is everything that I had been through in that 22 years of addiction, that gave me the experience to share and be vulnerable with my clients and help them as well. So as I got busier in my coaching practice and my day job, eventually I knew something had to give. You know, I had written the two books within a year I grew my business enough that I felt like I could sustain myself financially if I left my day job and my heart just wasn't in my day job anymore. You know, I enjoyed what I did, but the traveling aspect was gone due to COVID. So I was sitting at home behind a desk or going into an office and I wasn't passionate about what I was doing and I felt that right on Sunday. I didn't want to get up on Monday and do that. Right. But because I had my side hustle in there, because I had my coaching business in the podcast, I actually would get up at 3, 3.30 a.m., sometimes 4 if I was lucky, um, and I would do what I loved. So I actually still enjoyed getting up early. It just wasn't for the job that I enjoyed it, right? If I was only working, that never gave me a sense of pride or purpose. Like I didn't feel like I was doing anything incredibly productive. So that first leap of faith in March to pursue my dream was scary as all get out. I, you know, have been through bankruptcy, uh, financial troubles when I was in my early 20s as well. And so I was no stranger to debt and I was no stranger to being completely irresponsible with my money. And so I think at first that really made it hard for me to want to give up a a good paying job and that security, you know, those benefits that I had because I knew I wouldn't have a steady income. But I also knew that because I had found my purpose, because I was doing what I was passionate about, I would be intrinsically motivated to follow out those goals that I had set for myself, right? I had a purpose and I knew what needed to be done And I had all the tools, right? All the programs that I have gone through that I now teach, those have actually helped me. I've been a student of the material myself and I've utilized that to grow my business to a point where I could actually sustain being an entrepreneur. Now, the next thing I did, and I did this very shortly after I actually left my job, is I had decided to become a neurochange method master practitioner and I actually went all the way up to master trainer and so I did this because I really wanted to learn the science of change I wanted the facts how do I change my brain right and now 
I have talked in the past about investing in ourselves because that was something I never do, right? I would waste money on material things, but I would never put in the money for myself and my own personal development. And what I've noticed is that when I, and I've had guests say this on the show as well, when I have invested in myself and especially a good chunk of money right after I left my job, right? I was like, oh, should I do this? And I knew, I felt it in my heart that I needed to do this because I knew that this was something that would help my clients, not only my clients, this was something that would help me, right? And it aligned with the future that I wanted to create. It aligned with the vision I had for the clients that I wanted to work with and that it would help change them in a profound way, right? So I developed new beliefs through this. I developed a stronger growth mindset, higher emotional intelligence, which I'm actually going to be collaborating uh, with a good friend of mine, Johnny Guidry, and um, we're going to be doing a little course on emotional intelligence. I learned how to prime my brain to make things automatic, right? I learned about neuroplasticity. And so this all aligned with the future that I wanted to create for myself. And, you know, the last thing that I did very recent recently was I took a leap and I moved into my own place. Now, I've mentioned it before. Um, you know, I mentioned it a couple episodes ago that I'm 45 years old and I've never lived on my own. And at one point, that thought terrified me, right? I've lived with um, spouses. I've lived with roommates. So I was never truly alone. And so that scared me, the idea of doing it. But because of all the work I've done on myself over the last few years, I felt like I was in a better headspace to be able to do that. When I traveled for business, I think that that really helped me because I started to put boundaries, right? At a certain time, I would turn off my phone. I would work out. I would read a lot more. Like I bought a Kindle and I love my Kindle because now I can download a ton of books. But I'm reading more than I ever have before and I'm enjoying it, right? I'm meditating. I have this schedule and this structure. And I've noticed that since I've been on my own now, um, and it's been a very short time, but I've noticed that I'm getting back into certain practices that I did on the road that really benefited me and I'm enjoying it, right? And yes, it's scary at first and it's uncomfortable and there's emotions that go along with it, but I'm happy to say that I work with some amazing coaches and people who help me with my energy. I have a hypnotherapist um, and I have, you know, women in my life that really pull together and have helped me focus on my recovery when I wasn't feeling at my best. And this all has allowed me, including my spiritual practices as well. That's a big part of it, right? Because in order to make that leap of faith, I think you need to have faith, right? If you don't believe that things are going to work out for you, they're not, you know, and I hear it a lot in the language that people use, right? They set these goals, but they don't truly believe that they're actually going to make them happen. And that is an area that I actually help coach on. So I think that through my own coaching and everything that I've learned, now I'm able to pass that on and I'm able to take those leaps of faith, right? And I do have a very strong spiritual practice as well. So I have been able to take a few really big leaps of faith this year. So I hope that, you know, if you're someone, like I've said, that 
feels like you're meant for more, but you're not sure what that more is, make sure you head on over to the show notes and book that 30 minute discovery call with me. I'm not saying quit your job, move out on your own, do all those kind of things, you know, start with small things, but start to really, you know, live on the outer edges of your abilities, because I don't think we give ourselves enough credit. We have the capability to do so much more than we actually think. You just have to believe it to be true, right? I mean, a mentor of mine said, if your beliefs and your will are opposed, your beliefs will always win. So just some food for thought there. But I hope you enjoyed that episode today, guys. We'll make it nice and short and sweet. And don't forget, if you want to book your free 30-minute discovery call, let's identify what that purpose is. Let's find you a bit more clear direction. And if you're an entrepreneur, let's do a business audit session. Both are absolutely free. You can head on over to the show notes and book your free call there. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Road Beyond Recovery. Did you know that our dreams can become a reality? When you determine your purpose in life and you allow that purpose to guide you, anything is possible. It just takes action. Don't wait until you're ready. Start to create the life you were truly meant to live right now. I am super passionate about my mission to help people live up to their true potential. So if you want to learn more, check out my website at www.theroadforward.ca. And until next week, keep exploring what lies beyond recovery for you.